Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour for a selection of 78 RPM records from my collection. It's an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. On today's program, we'll be hearing some dance bands, some vocalists, some virtuosic pianists, some ragtime, lots more too. I hope you'll stick around. We're going to have fun. And we'll start by responding to a letter I got this week, actually an email, from Adam in Michigan who asked what my favorite version of the peanut vendor is. And that's a hard question because there were so many good versions of the peanut vendor. It's such a simple and repetitive yet catchy tune. And uh, I really enjoy it, and I like looking for different versions of it. I haven't found a bad one yet. They're all good, and some may be better in some respects than others, but this next one is a strong contender, I'd say. It's Jack Payne and his BBC Dance Orchestra, recorded in London, February 23, 1931. Jack Payne himself, along with Bob Busby and Bob Manning, contribute the vocal on their rendition of The Peanut Vendor.
really nice rendition of the Peanut Vendor with strong rhythmic drive, some flashes of hot trumpet. That was Jack Payne and his BBC Dance Orchestra from February of 1931, the Peanut Vendor, opening this edition of the Shellac Stack. Did you catch that line in there? If you haven't got bananas, don't be blue. Little peanuts in a bag are calling you. Well, we'll turn back to some peanuts in just a moment, but first I want to mention that if you're just joining us, welcome. This is the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm playing 78 RPM records from the 19-teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, and uh, we got a nice, nice program ahead today. And as I mentioned a moment ago, uh, more peanuts songs coming at you now. Actually, what we're going to do is hear two renditions of the same tune that was popular in mid-1923. It's called Hot Roasted Peanuts. And first we'll hear it played by Nathan Glantz and his orchestra on a Pathé Actuel record number 021051 from about August of 1923. And then from several months later, we'll hear Billy Jones and Ernest Hare sing the lyrics to Hot Roasted Peanuts along with Gene Rodemich's orchestra. It's Brunswick 2525. The tune was written by Louis Bro along with Charlie Tobias and Harry Tobias. Uh, it's a pretty fun tune. I don't think it holds a candle to the peanut vendor, but see what you make of it. Here's Hot Roasted Peanuts.
right away. I've got a lot of bill collectors that I have to pay. fun little tune that seems to call for liberal use of either wood blocks or slide whistles, depending on the arrangement, Hot Roasted Peanuts, performed there by Gene Rodemich's orchestra in New York City. November 20th, 1923, the vocalists were Billy Jones and Ernest Hare. And before that, Nathan Glantz and his orchestra gave us their interpretation of the same tune from August of 1923 on the Pathé Actuel label, number 021051. Let's turn to a nice dance record made in Chicago on December 6, 1929. It's the Kuhn Sanders Orchestra, led by Joe Sanders and Carlton Kuhn. Here they're doing a tune that goes back to, what was it, around 1919, 1920? Something like that. It's a tune called After You've Gone. We'll hear it on Victor 22342. Then we'll slow it down a little bit further with Kate Smith, who gives us a nice vocal on a tune called Held by the Spell of the Moon, written by Arthur Fields and Fred Hall. This was recorded in New York November 17th of 1930 for the Clarion label, Clarion 5123. And then back to dance tempo with Phil Spitalny's orchestra masquerading as the Hotel Pennsylvania music, Clarion 5014 from April of 1930. You brought a new kind of love to me, Bill Cody will be the vocalist on that. And I think Phil Spitalny did actually lead a band at that time at the Hotel Pennsylvania in New York. Of course, years later, Glenn Miller would make the hotel famous. Well, it was already famous, but he would make it even more so through Pennsylvania 65,000. And I read now that the hotel is scheduled either for demolition anytime now or uh, maybe just a heavy, heavy makeover so that it would no longer be recognizable. But I, I think I read it's set to be demolished. bit of history passing away there, but I understand it was quite in uh, in disrepair in recent years, so maybe, um, you know, things come and go. Well, let's have a listen now to the Coon Sanders Orchestra in 1929, After You've Gone.
you're sure that it will clear up soon. There's nothing wrong, nothing radically wrong. You're held by the spell of the record that just exudes that Columbia house band sound of the early 1930s, somewhere between hot and sweet, still very tuneful and with a solid tuba pushing things along. Of course, within a few years, most bands would drop the tuba in favor of a string bass, uh, but this still has uh, one foot in the 20s, another foot in the 30s, and it's a sound that I, I really, really like, and you find it mostly on those harmony, clarion, diva type records of a uh, 1930 and 31. But I digress. That was Phil Spitalny's orchestra as the Hotel Pennsylvania music, You Brought a New Kind of Love to Me. And let's send a special shout out to Rodney Rooney, (laughs) wherever he is, of York, PA, if he's still around. His name is rubber stamped on the label of that record. So at some point, Rodney Rooney owned it. 
and wanted us to know that. Before that, Kate Smith in 1930 with Held by the Spell of the Moon and starting the set, the Coon Sanders Orchestra in 1929, After You've Gone. Well, one of my favorite pianists of the 1920s is Frank Banta, and we're going to hear him in two different performances now. First, as a soloist on a tune that he co-composed with Jimmy McHugh called Dorothy. It's Victor 21821 from October 26th of 1928. And then we'll hear Frank Banta in accompanist mode with banjoist Harry Reeser leading the way on An Island Made for Two, a Brunswick record from February of 1926. It's Brunswick 3100. So two records with Frank Banta at the keyboard. First, Dorothy. Thank you. 
when I was younger, Willie Nelson put out an album called Moonlight Becomes You, which featured a number of standards sung in Willie Nelson's own inimitable way. And my dad had a copy of that, and he played it quite often. And so I grew up listening to that and really enjoying it. And one of the tunes on that album is something called You Just Can't Play a Sad Song on a Banjo, and every research just about proved it. I bet you didn't expect, with a title like An Island Made for Two, we would end up with something quite so hot and sparkling. Both of them, Harry Reeser and pianist Frank Banta, really going to town on that record from February of 1926. And the sound is not bad either. I tend to think of Brunswick Records of that era, 1925 and early 26, as sounding somewhat muffled and boxy, but in this case, Harry Reeser's banjo just cuts right through that early electrical recording equipment and and sounds really crystalline and clear and uh, a pleasure to hear that record. Before that, Frank Banta by himself at the piano in 1928, Dorothy, a tune that he composed. Well, coming up this week in Sedalia, Missouri, will be the Scott Joplin International Ragtime Festival, an event that has been taking place there since 1974, with just a couple years off here and there most recently for covid I've been attending for, well, nearly two decades now, and it's an event that I highly recommend to anybody who can get to the area with any kind of an interest in popular music of the 1890s through the 1930s and 40s. Of course, the focus is on ragtime. You'll hear plenty of that by the likes of Scott Joplin, James Scott, Joseph Lamb, but you'll also be likely to hear the music of Jelly Roll Morton, plenty of stride by James P. Johnson and Fats Waller, Uh, even more recent ragtime compositions. Uh, It's always a a fun time with uh, lots of musical variety. You can find out more information about the event if you'd like at www.scottjoplin.org. Just scottjoplin.org. The event is held in Sedalia because that's where Scott Joplin lived in the late 1890s and early 1900s when he composed and published his Maple Leaf Rag and some of his other early rags. It's also the town where some of Joplin's Protégés lived, people like Arthur Marshall and Scott Hayden, who wrote some other fine rags in the early decades of the 20th century. So that's why the festival is there. It's fun to walk the streets that Scott Joplin and his contemporaries walked and hear Scott Joplin's music alive and well in the 21st century. It always takes place right around the first week of June. So again, if you can make it, I highly, highly recommend it. So in honor of the Scott Joplin Festival, let's listen to some piano ragtime now. I've pulled out 378s. First up, Wally Rose will play a rag by Joseph Lamb called Top Liner Rag. He recorded this in Los Angeles in July of 1951. And then Barry Vi, recording in Seattle in December of 1947, will give us Temptation Rag by Henry Lodge. And then to wrap up the set, Armand Hug, that Famed New Orleans pianist will play his own composition called Good Gravy Rag that he recorded in New Orleans on June 4th, 1950. It's on the Good Time Jazz label record number 9. But starting off this set of ragtime, here's Wally Rose. Thank you. 
Records in honor of the Scott Joplin International Ragtime Festival taking place this week in Sedalia, Missouri. If you'd like more information, visit www.scottjoplin.org. Now let's turn to a record by Les Compagnons de la Chanson, the French group that had such a big hit in the early 50s with the Three Bells, you know, the Jimmy Brown song. This is a different one, though. It's called the Whiffenpoof song. You'll probably recognize it. Its title in French here is Chanson à ma bien-aimée. It's from about 1951, issued here in the States on Columbia 50029. Then we'll hear from Buddy Clark, You Are Too Beautiful is the title from August of 1939, a gorgeous Rogers and Hart song. And then wrapping up the set, Rudy Valley in 1940 will give us his uh, interpretation of the Herman Hupfeld song, When Yuba Plays the Rumba on the Tuba Down in Cuba. But to start off, Les Compagnons de la Chanson. J'entends dans les bois les oiseaux chanter. For one man alone 
for one lucky fool to be with When there are other men with eyes of their own to see Love does not stand sharing, not if one cares. Have you been comparing my every kiss with theirs? If on the other hand I'm faithful to you, it's not through a sense of duty. Are too beautiful, and I am too drunk with beauty. Homely, he was dumb, and so was Juba. Just a big, ambitious bum, he wouldn't do her. So much as chew a piece of gum, so there's news to me. I understand her. He's an overnight success, he's in demand her. Why, I never could have guessed. Well, he found a big base tube, and then he bummed his way to Cuba, and the rest is history. Down in Havana, there's a funny-looking booba. He plays a rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. Oh, and he's apple, sell an apple, but the chap would rather grapple with his oompa, oompa, oompa. They prefer to the booba, dooba, dooba. They love the rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. It doesn't take him very long to get a tumble, but all the rumble lovers go into the rumble. Oh, how I'd like to be his double for without a bit of trouble. With his oompa, 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 he can knock eleven ladies for a looper. They love the rumble on the tuba down in Cuba. He's not a green horn, he blows a mean horn, a must-be-seen horn. Oh, he's a whiz. Why, all of Anna love this funny-looking booba who plays a rumble on the tuba down in Cuba. I can't believe it, but they tell us every peanut and is jealous of his oompa, oompa, oompa. They prefer to the booba, dooba, dooba. They love the rumble on the tuba down in Cuba. They love his oompa, oompa, oompa. And in Havana, there's a funny-looking booba. He plays a rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. He's got a cotton constitution for he stopped a revolution with his oompa, oompa, oompa. Oh, it's better than the booba, dooba, dooba. They love the rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. The other night when he was in a sort of coma, he crashed a party in a strictly private homer. When every saint and every sinner who was sitting down to dinner heard that oompa, 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 why they all had out a while and woolly whooper. They love the rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. He's not a green horn. He plays a mean horn, a must-be-seen horn. Oh, he's a whiz. 
He's a bigger man as Mr. Mussolini. And now they're calling him the Tuba Toscanini. He's getting wealthy, strong, and hearty. Thanks to plenty good Bacardi. With that oompa, 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 oi, knock the boopa duper, fall the boopa. They love the rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. They want to have him play at all the big casinos. He drinks Bacardi wine and gin as well as he knows. The doctors want him on a diet, but he's really such a riot that he can't lay off the whiskey. Or he says it makes him frisky with his oompa. They love the rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. And now whenever any hostess gives a party, she has Uluba there to make the party arty. And all the dowagers and mamas wear their flashiest pajamas, but the king of syncopation is the idol of the nation with his oompa. They love the rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. He plays for hours, he never sours. They throw him flowers. He's in the dole. He's got a following that makes you think of Crosby. And there's a Sally down at every Cuban bosky who give a home and hot Nero for a load of his bolero with that oompa oompa oompa. Oh, it knocked the boopa doopa for a looper. They love the rumba on the tuba down in Cuba. They love his oompa 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 Boom! Boom! After that tongue-twisting tour de force, <laughs> I'm reminded of another Herman Hupfeld song, Let's Put Out the Lights and Go to Sleep. Well, we do have time for a couple more records, uh, and we're going to dance right out the door here with Charlie Strait's orchestra in 1928, Frank Silvano, the vocalist on Everywhere You Go, and then wrapping up the set and the program will be Jack Pettis and his band in early 1927, Scrappy Lambert and Billy Hillpot sing That's My Hap Hap Happiness, and listen for some nice little violin work from Joe Venuti and guitar from Eddie Lang. It's a good record, Banner 1942. But first up, Charlie Strait. Thank you. 
of just a bungalow where the morning glories grow. That's my hap hap happiness. Don't hesitate or wait, just open the gate and walk in with me. Look around and oh what a home sweet home you will see. Think of someone if you can, saying that that here I am. That's my hap hap happiness. Spending this hour listening to good music with you is my hap hap happiness. But the clock on the wall says that hour is up, so we'll have to say goodbye for now. This is Brian Wright saying thanks for listening to the Shellac Stack. Take care. Bye-bye.